It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to a Friday. Welcome in, Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. I know why you're here. The unsponsored six-pack will come up in the final segment. 0 for 6 last week. Let's see if we can do it again. I got one college game, five pro games. Yikes. And I love to give points. I love giving me some points. It is Friday, December 9th. Welcome to a Friday. 16 days till Christmas, if my math is right. Two weeks from Sunday. Get your Christmas shopping done, man. That's all I can tell you. I haven't been out once. And I'll, uh, I may not go out. It might be all online. But uh, we'll, we'll get it done. Eminem Cartage Hotline is open, 502-384-1450. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, 384-1450. Thornton's text line is open as well, 502-414-1450. Right now, get your free sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit, steak and egg burrito, or bacon, egg, and cheese croissant, along with a 20-ounce bottled soda, any fountain drink, tea, fizz freeze. All you got to do is become a new Refreshing Rewards member. Download the app. Register for Refreshing Rewards today to earn your free breakfast on Thornton's. And hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Baker Mayfield is back. That is overreaction Friday. As the Rams somehow came from behind to beat the Raiders last night. RIP Raiders. Talked about it yesterday. Favorable schedule. They were basically the home team last night in L.A. They had more fans. Raider Nation traveled down the road or uh, across the road, across state lines. You know, Raider Nation's still in Oakland, let's be honest. That place was a home game for the Las Vegas Raiders last night. Didn't matter. They blew it, blew it, boy. They blew it at the end. And I'm tired of hearing from Colin Cowherd how Josh McDaniel is the right guy for the Raiders. He is an offensive coordinator. Some guys were not meant to be head coaches, and he's one of them. He blew that game last night. You allow Baker Mayfield, who's been in the, in the building for two days, to go 98 yards in the last minute 58 with no timeouts and throw a touchdown pass against man-to-man coverage when you're trying to keep everybody in front of you. <sighs> and I'm, you know, just as mad that I had the Raiders minus the six and a half and a 16-3 a, uh, to three lead with 3.20 to go. That's on you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm grumpy old man today. Although the weekend's here, I should be happy. You, you should have known that Kentucky's trying to get Liam Cohen. That they the got Rams, him. That the Rams would win. They got him. Oh, did they? That done, was announced today? Done deal. Sweet. Congratulations to Mark Stoops that. and the Kentucky Wildcats. According to Chris Mortensen, who I believe, Liam Cohen, even after he helped Baker Mayfield get ready for the game last night, Liam Cohen will return as Kentucky football offensive coordinator. Dun, 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 dun. Breaking news. But the old reaction here, oh, Baker Mayfield's found a home. He's a Ram. He'll be the Rams quarterback for the foreseeable future. Okay, pump the brakes here. Pump the brakes. The Rams still stink. 
They shouldn't have won the game. They're still 4-9. and nine. They're not going to the playoffs. Defending Super Bowl champs. Cooper Cup is hurt. Matthew Stafford, I don't know if he'll ever play again. And I certainly don't believe that Baker Mayfield's the answer at quarterback for the L.A. Rams. Now, I don't know who it is. They have no draft picks. They have no capital to go out and get somebody. No salary. Uh, they have salary cap issues. Maybe it is Baker Mayfield. Maybe he will resurrect his career in Hollywood. Bakersfield, as they called it last night. We'll see. But I digress because, as we should, let's open with the Jeff Brom whirlwind tour, which he embarked upon yesterday at uh, Cardinal Stadium in the Angels Envy Suites. It was great. It was fun. I had a great time. No scooter. I did not ask a question. And when I do, as I mentioned to you before we went on the air, I will not say John Spears, WXVW Radio, Big X Sports Radio. I will say John Spears, CNN. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I want to see everybody's head turn like who? From where? What are you talking about? Where's the loyalty? Most people don't know who I am anyway. So I'll throw CNN in there. Ears ears will, uh, will pop. Heads will turn. Big X Sports Radio, nobody's going to listen to me if I say that. If I say CNN, guess what? They're going to listen to the question. In all fairness, doesn't Big X Sports Radio get the same reaction as CNN? <laughs> wow. Do you, are, are you dumb enough to even ask that question? No, it does not. I mean, people's heads are still going to turn like that. Maybe Who? I'll say Fox News. Big X Sports ah, Radio. Now their head's going to turn. It <laughs> might explode as well. Fun day yesterday at the stadium. Uh, you know, everybody's got their Cardinal gear on. This this event was open to the public. And as you know, I hate people. My wife always laughs when somebody says, oh, he's so funny. He's, he's just seems such a personable guy. She laughs at him because she knows I have a select group of friends and I don't want any more. I've got... 50 friends, it's laminated. I'm not adding anybody. Sick brag. I got my list. 50's not many, Scooter. I, I that's a to, lot. I hate to break it to you. I, that's way more than I got. Well, that's uh, that's, Maybe, a, that's a discussion for your therapist. That might be that's a me. That's really nothing for me to talk about. <laughs> might be a me problem. Yeah, it might be. <laughs> but they're laminated. I don't want anybody else on the list. If you want to get on the list, somebody of that 50 has to, you know, croak. Well. And I'm not saying you're on it, Scooter. I haven't known oh, you long I'm, enough for you I'm, to be on it. There's, I'm definitely no not way. on it. I know I'm not on it. Yeah, someday. <laughs> Look, you're young. Someday. But open this thing to the public yesterday. It was a great crowd. I mean, there were 500 people there in the Angels Envy Room, and and it was it was good. They let the media in early. We got to get our seats. I'm happy about that. And at 4.15-ish, the floodgates open. And Cardinal fans, with smiles on their faces and their camera phones ready, flooded into the uh, Angels' envy room and stood behind uh, the camera and off to the side. And it, it was fun. It was great. And Jeff Brom deserved it. And Josh Hurd, the athletic director, deserved it. I thought he, he had a great line yesterday when he said, um, I've been athletic director here for 366 days, and Jeff, you've made it difficult for me on 365 of those days. That's a great line. Josh Hurd was funny yesterday. He was giddy. Um, Emotionally, 
Jeff Brom did not get emotional other than when he talked about his uh, late mother-in-law. He got a little bit, just a little bit choked up. But he's stoic, right? He's a, look, this is it. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to follow up with this. We're going to do this on offense. We're going to play some defense. We're going to work hard. We're going to have fun. We're going to play football. And it's the same message every every time, every single time through. Now, his dad and mom, I think they were emotional. His his daughter, Brooke, looked emotional up on stage when he brought her into the conversation. Uh, Dennis Lampley, former coach at Trinity, one of his mentors, he mentioned he was choked up. Uh, Greg Brom, who I talked to after the event, very, uh, very happy and very, um, I'm going to say emotional. I don't know I've used that word too much already. But this is a family affair. This, These are Louisville legends. They are. Whether you're talking about Jeff, Greg, Brian, Oscar, they're Louisville legends. And regardless if he had taken this job or not, he is always going to be Howard Schnellenberger's favorite quarterback. He is always going to be the quarterback that got the cards into the national limelight on the football stage. Brian Brom went to the Orange Bowl. Oscar played quarterback at Louisville. It's the first family of Louisville football. And regardless of if Jeff had taken this job or not, that was not going to change. All this does is elevate the legendary status. That's what it does. Now, you got to win on the field. You have to win on the field. Absolutely. Ask Kenny Payne. Gosh, I feel bad for Kenny Payne. Kenny Payne was strong-armed into taking this job. He was pushed into it. Maybe he did want it. I don't know the answer to that question. But he's 0-8, and people are not happy about it. The best thing that happened this week to Kenny Payne was the Cards didn't have a game, and Jeff Brown was introduced as a football coach. Because he got a week off here. He got a week off. Practice, out of the limelight, nobody's asking you any questions. Try to get this team going in the right direction. You got Florida State Saturday, 1 o'clock. I don't even think it's on television, and every game's on television these days. You got an 0-8 team against a 1-9 team in the ACC play. I'd say it's a must-win, but none of these are must-wins. But you got to win. Jeff Brom is beloved, beloved in Louisville athletics lore. Don't go 1-11 because you won't be beloved. You start with Georgia Tech in Atlanta next year. A new coach at Georgia Tech. It's the, the interim coach that took over for Jeff Collins at midseason. He was named the head coach. It's a, right now on the surface, very winnable game here. Murray State comes to the comes to Cardinal Stadium after that, 2-0. You got Indiana in game three at the uh, Lucas Oil Stadium. 3-0, question mark. By the way, I'm showing ACC Network for Louisville and Florida State. It's got to be ACC Network Plus. Nope, it says ACC Network. Well, it must have just been added. Okay, well, good. I'm glad. I want, you know, I want to watch the game. Mm-hmm. Kentucky's playing Yale at the same time. I'll have the double screen going. Very excited now. 
Very hip of you. Before I head to Bellarmine, head to uh, Freedom Hall to watch the Knights play. <laughs> By the way, Scooter, what's the score of the, of the uh, soccer game? Um, so it's still 0-0 on my screen. I don't even know who's playing. But uh, Croatia? Brazil and Croatia. Okay. But I just opened ESPN, and it said Brazil was up one nothing. So I'm expecting a goal here, and no, still 0-0. <laughs> So zero zero on your scoreboard, one nothing on your on the ESPN app. ESPN app, which so is I don't, I don't probably know. Probably ahead of the. I'm probably a little board. behind. Let's well, see. let me know. Keep me updated because I am on the edge of my seat with this world. I know Cup you are. Now, I know you since are. The USA is out. Who plays game two today? Argentina and Netherlands. In the Netherlands, who yeah. knocked the USA out. That's right. right. Thanks. Keep me updated. Oh God. Ed <laughs> Peak was supposed to join me today. He canceled again. <sighs> Do I need to fire him? Can you fire somebody who doesn't make any money? Or just not ask him back? I don't know what Sco- Scooter must be on the phone with Ed right now. I don't know what to do with Ed. He lets me down. Well, we're not getting to Ed until after the break. That's that's his punishment. I think that's fair. Um, Six years, $35 million for Jeff Brom. He'll start with $5 million this year. It will be bumped up to five and a half uh, as the years go by. I like the buyouts here. Okay, now conventional wisdom is, oh, we don't need those in the contract. You have to have those in the contract. Well, it's Jeff Brom. He's here for life. He's not leaving for any other job. We're not going to fire him. Why do we need buyouts? Well, I don't know what Jeff Brom would do if, let's say, Notre Dame came calling. He he's he is well known to be a huge Notre Dame fan. Visited Notre Dame when he was in high school. Chose Louisville, of course. Um, but you got to have the buyouts. The buyout, if Louisville decides to terminate Jeff Brom without cause, is the remainder of the contract. I like that. It's simple. If we're in year 10 and we owe you two more years of contract payments, and we fire you, you get the two more years. You're not going to get $10 million. You're not going to get $20 million. If Jeff Brom decides to leave Louisville before the end of the contract, he only has to pay them $1 million. That's good. I like it. You're trusting each other. The buyouts have to be in there. Lawyers will tell each guy, your agent and lawyers will say to Josh Hurd and Jeff Brown, hey, hey, look, I know you guys love each other. We got to have buyouts here. So the buyouts are very manageable if anything that we don't think is going to happen would happen. But six years, $35 million. I said this yesterday, Louisville got a bargain. Because as Jeff Brown said yesterday in his press conference, and this raised some eyebrows a little, Purdue Athletic Director Mike Babinski came to him and said, you tell me the years and the money, and we'll get it done. How many years, how much money is it going to take for you to stay at Purdue? And Jeff Brom said to Babinski, this is not about the money. And he said, Mike Babinski knew that. He knew it wasn't about the money. But Babinski had to say, what do you want? Because Jeff Brom is adored in West Lafayette. Look at the Purdue football Twitter page. The outpouring of thank yous to Jeff Brom. 
Not the same for Scott Satterfield after he left Louisville. Purdue is happy to have had him as their head coach. They are appreciative of what he did, taking them to a Big Ten championship game. 17 wins in the last two seasons. Best coach at Purdue since Joe Tiller. And they've been through some guys. So, it is great to have him back. It's great to have the Brom family back. I don't know Jeff very well. I know Greg. I know Oscar. We all know Nick Roush, the cousin. (laughs) The black sheep cousin, apparently. That cusses on live TV. Nick, who was, uh, ah, come on, he didn't know he was on. Let's be fair. <laughs> Sat right next to me yesterday. That's what he said. Uh, big UK fan, big UK writer for On3, writer for um, you know KSR. So you, you can hear him every morning, 7 to 9, on Kentucky Roll Call with Scooter as well and TJ. Said they wouldn't let him ask a question. They would not let him ask a question. He left his seat and went up to specifically get a microphone and ask a question. And Rocco Gasparro, who is, you know, has been great to me, wouldn't allow a microphone to get to Nick Roush. I think it's beautiful. Because <laughs> you don't know what he's going to ask. He is sort of a wild card. <laughs> he's a cat fan. He's, you know, writes for KSR. He's on Kentucky Roll Call every morning on this station. You never know what you're going to get. I don't know if I'd have given him a microphone either. And I'm sure it was going to be a funny family question. Family friendly, cardinal friendly, but you just can't take that chance. All right, let's take a break. We'll talk to Ed on the other side. You're listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in the studio. Don't forget the uh, unsponsored six-pack coming up in about 15 minutes. We'll get to that. Eminem Cartage hotline is open, 384-1450 to join in on the conversation. Or you can hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Texter says, John, you're a 1450 radio personality. Well, I've been called worse. What is your take on UofL staffers not allowing Roush a question at yesterday's press conference? Well, I answered that. I don't think I would have given him the mic anyway. And Scooter, we found out this morning on KRC what the question was going to be, right? Yeah, basically something along the effect of Louisville's been getting their butt kicked by Kentucky for so many years now. What's Brom going to do to change it? Yeah, I don't blame Rocco like uh, for not giving him the mic. I really don't. Um he would have given me the mic, and I might have asked the same question. Because it's I think it's a valid question. Um, he was asked about in Louisville recruiting. He touched on that a little bit. Louisville's going to get kids out of Louisville now with Jeff Brom as the head coach. They just are. He's already got relationships with a lot of high school coaches around town. So I'd be surprised if they don't beat Kentucky, start beating Kentucky to get some of these kids again. All right, let's go to the Eminem Cartage Hotline. He's too big of a celebrity to come in studio anymore, but Ed decides to call in. How are you today, Ed? I'm doing great. Uh, 
I'm going to I'm going to go out on a limb here All right. and make a prediction that uh, Louisville will be favored against Georgia Tech. Now, depending on who they get uh, in the in the uh, portal and players coming back, there's a lot. I mean, I'm putting the the cart before the horse. Yeah, here. you're hex. You're and, you're jinxing them here. <laughs> I'm predicting, and we're going to Atlanta. You know that, don't you? Me and you, man. Right? We're going. It's going to be a party. To, uh, I already told my wife that you and I, uh, Patricia was not going, and I told my wife um, in no uncertain terms she was not invited. You and I are heading to Atlanta and have a good time. Patricia doesn't. Patricia doesn't like Atlanta, so she she's probably not going to go either. Oh, we're, uh, we're going to go get some. We're going to get some wings at uh, wherever Patrick Beverly goes. That sounds good. I that think it's a, you know. If we, the more I look at this, uh, the Brown thing, and everything that you said, and I mean, right now it's a love fest, and, yes. and it's great because, uh, in the timing wasn't right two years ago. Okay, fine. Six years at Purdue, and he does what he did there makes me think. At least it gives you a little bit of hope that finally Louisville could beat uh, Florida State in, in a Clemson in the same year, or at least beat one of them. And become a little bit more relevant. And this that, year they came yeah. a little bit more relevant than they had e- each year. Satterfield's first year here, everybody was great. It was they were thinking eight and five, win a bowl game. Then they kind of went backward for another year because of COVID. Uh, and then all of a sudden they, you know, they get six and seven. Okay, whoopee, big deal. They, they play Air Force and lose them. And this year they get to get to another bowl. Jeff will have this team. In bowls such as bigger and better bowls, he's got, and, and he's got Purdue in the Citrus Bowl. Bowl. He's got Purdue in the Citrus Bowl here. We're talking about Purdue. I know, I know. So, I mean, that's impressive. He'll get players. He will get players that will excite the fan base, whether they're real good or not. The fans will be excited. You know, the the crowds this past year, I thought, really fell off, even when they were in that winning streak. The, the best crowd they You're had right. was the Friday, You're right. night, the Friday night against Florida State. And part of that, because number one, it was Friday night. And number two, it was Florida State. They didn't get a crowd as big as that the rest of the year. Now, thirty-five to 40,000, eh, that's okay. When you start fitting fifty to 55,000 in the stands at Louisville, you've done your job. And, and I, I don't want to compare Petrino, but he did. And... Howard, you know, the stadium wasn't that big, but that place was rocking at the old fairgrounds when Howard was here. But anyway, Those aluminum bleachers I, were loud. <laughs> you know, I think I, I think I spent half my, my life at Cardinal Stadium for football and, and baseball. Yeah. I, I, told, I told my wife, I said, and actually that's, that's, that's where I met my wife uh, at, a, at a baseball game. I'm saying, you know what, I've spent more time and as much time at the fairgrounds in Freedom Hall and in the stadium, as I have at home, just about. And I smell a lot, of, and I know you did too. Uh, down yeah. to your oh man, I can still smell <laughs> the uh, the the uh, hot dogs at Cardinal Stadium, among yeah, other things well, that I can still smell. The state fair came through. That was always Oof. interesting. But, uh, but uh, you uh, let me ask you this, Ed. Your question yesterday was about the ACC, specifically Clemson and Florida State. When you asked Jeff about that. Um, Here's what I would have liked to have followed up with. All these conferences are going to get rid of divisions. They're going to get rid of having divisional football. So Louisville 
some years is probably not going to have to play both Clemson and Florida State. They'll probably play just well, one guess of what? them every other guess year. What? And that's an advantage to Louisville here. They don't play either one next year. Well, there you go. There you go. They play. They have winnable games like at Lucas Oil against Indiana, which I think is a natural. Indiana and Louisville in football should play every year. Matter of fact, I think Kentucky and Louisville should uh, – Kentucky and Indiana should play. But when you get to nine conference games, it's tough because if you're well, if you're Louisville, are you going to schedule Indiana and Kentucky and fill in the blank? And then you got well, nine conference games? If, if if they get this thing going here, I don't think that Brown would be scared. He has the Oh, he'll play anybody. Stellenberger played that one year. They're playing at Tennessee. They're playing Texas A&M. Uh, they're playing uh, Arizona State. They're playing, uh, uh, you know, all these good teams. Uh, you know, now some of those teams didn't have great years, but he went to Texas A&M to play with a, you know, a little bit. But that team was a good team that Jeff was on that won the uh, Liberty Ball. It wasn't a great team; it was a really a good team. But another thing too is this: this is there, there's not another guy out there that's going to meet, and we hear it, and we hear it, and you say. Eh, you know, uh, these, it's going to mean more. It's not, there's not another guy out there that could coach, be a good coach and mean as much to him as, as this city and this school does. I don't think there's any questions. Or yeah, any, I think any, that's any, an that, e- that was an easy call. Oh, oh, oh a- absolutely. Well, no doubt. Now, here's what he's got to do. And he said, he alluded to this. And I guarantee you he's either at home or in his office right now calling people in this, uh, uh, in the portal. He's finding out who's staying and who isn't. Who wants to be here? Who doesn't want to be here? I guarantee you, Chris Barclay and uh, Ron English and those guys are on the phones and they're finding out because he's got a major thing task. Because Louisville lost a lot off that defense from last year. Now they do have some offensive weapons coming back, and they need to get Pierce Clarkson in here. Could you imagine yeah. this offense? Pierce Clarkson is as good as people say he is. Not you know, I don't. I haven't seen him. I've only seen clips. You can imagine what Jeff Brom could do with him. Well, I think I'm, Jeff Brom's going to get a quarterback. Let's let's just say that right out of the bat. Whether okay. if Pierce I, Clarkson I stays or not, if he does, he's the quarterback. And if he doesn't, Jeff Brom will get in the portal and get a quarterback because oh, quarterbacks want to play for Jeff Brom. Because as he said yesterday, he was joking a little bit, but he said, "Yeah, I guess we'll have to run the ball a little bit." But I love to throw the football. Well, quarterbacks oh, want to hear think- that, man. Absolutely. And receivers. And receivers. Yes. And another thing he, he alluded to I thought was interesting, he goes, you know, we, we figured out that in the Big Ten, uh, and he didn't exactly say it this way, I, we could outscore people. Well, you know, that, he said, our defense, we figured out a way to get better in the, in the, you know, in the, in the couple of years after the first two years. He figured how to get better to do things a little bit different. They wouldn't have probably been in the in the Big Ten championship game if they hadn't improved their defense. Now, and is their did. defense great now? Well, no. It was well, not a great a defense. Better. It was not a great defense, but it was a, a defense that would keep you in the games. And what is, what, what, what's that tell you? It's some of that. Not Some of that is coaching. And the coaches, he, he, he made a really a good point, I thought, about assistant coaches. And there have been some coaches that come through here that didn't have the greatest they, – they might have been good coaches, but he wouldn't let them coach. Yeah. And we know who it is, Bobby Petrino. Yeah. And those coaches told him what he wanted to hear. 
and it ended up going. Well, it bit him in the backside, going two and ten. And uh, it, and he's right. You can't. You're not always going to agree with the guy across from you what he's telling you, but you need to listen. Same same thing with players. They may not like going through a three hour, you know, banging it out on the practice field in the summer and ninety five degrees. But if you want it, if you want the rewards at the end. That's what it's going to take. Now, how much that's going to take, I don't know. But I, I, I thought, I thought it was a Roush, Roushes, I thought it was a, a crowd that was pumped. <laughs> there were more people there than I thought. It's a work day on a Thursday. It's raining yeah. and it's cloudy, gloomy. There's there hope, Ed. Up the stairs. There's hope. <laughs> oh, there's hope. That. Yes, sir. Hope there's brings hope. out the people because this is a fan base that has lived through a coach. Taking a new job at the in the at halftime of a of a bowl game in John L. Smith, they lived through a coach leaving with notes on the lockers to go coach the Atlanta Falcons. They have dealt with uh, Charlie Strong taking off for Texas without really saying goodbye to anybody, and they want a guy that's going to be loyal to the program when other offers come in, and I think they think, at least they believe, and I believe, that this is the guy. He's not going anywhere. This is not a stepping stone job for Jeff Brom. This is a retirement job for Jeff Brom. I don't think there's any question about that. There's absolutely. You know, it's it's funny. I went back and looked at the record, but you know who, who was here the longest of, of the group of coaches that's been here? Uh, uh, just one Jeff session, Lake. not two sessions, like Petrino? I'll say well, I mean, uh, Ron Cooper. No, Howard Schnellenberger was here for nine years. Wow, there you go. And for Howard, I knew it wasn't Cooper, nine- by the way, and I knew it wasn't Steve Cragthorpe, <laughs> just for the record. I knew it was neither of those guys. Yeah, but I thought for, I'd but, try but to Howard have a little fun. So he got he got uh, kind of uh, sold down the road by Oklahoma, and that just was not the right thing to do. Hey, he just the athletic director, the administration. Well, but uh, Howard Schnellenberger yeah. is beloved here. And so is Jeff Brom, who played for Howard Schnellenberger. And I think that connection makes it even more uh, of a beautiful thing, if you will, for Louisville fans. Well, and I think Louisville had had some success with that, like with uh, Coach Gibson and Coach Camp back in the day. And I'm going way back You're going way back. Corso. Uh, Frank Camp and Lee Corso, they had a little bit of pieces of success here and there. When Howard got here and won – the Fiesta Bowl beating a traditional power in Alabama. That just, that absolutely, and, and they weren't even supposed to be in the Fiesta Bowl. They, they, they got in, and Howard called them, made a call, got them in, and lo and behold, they don't even beat Alabama. They annihilated the team that won the national championship two years later. So that was, that, that's when it really got going. He, he, and and I, Jeff made a good point. I don't know if he said it yesterday. But he said it somewhere along the way. He said, people believed, people didn't believe in us, but Howard did. And when he said, everybody laughed at him. He said, a national championship is the only variable is time. For, you know, people laughed at him. Even the fans laughed at him. Well, you know what? That might be far-fetched. But if you don't think that you can do something like that, you're not going to. And when you do think about it, you got a shot. Now, that's. It's a little hyperbore, but I think it's true. Yeah, absolutely. Let me ask you this, Ed. Anything surprise you at the presser yesterday? Mm, 
No, not not really. I uh, you know I saw his family there. I mean, they yep. are a family. Well, Brian wasn't there. Brian was is uh, going to be the interim coach for Purdue from now through the uh, Citrus Bowl. Right, but I think Brian will be coming. Unless for some oh, reason Brian's coming. It's already been announced. Uh, Ron English, uh, Brian Brom, uh, Chris right. Chris Barclay. Those mm-hmm. three guys are set in stone. And you know and Greg, Greg will be down there on the sideline yelling in his ear as well. <laughs> and so will Brady. <laughs> and so will Brady. And so will Oscar. They'll all be yelling and at so, him. That's right. Well, uh, Greg is, is, is a lot like Jeff in the response that he's pretty – Cool-headed. He he's got, you know, he's smart. I think I think Jeff is. I think both of them are very smart. Uh, they're very smart people, and the, they're a family. The the family is is a smart family, and what they're just simple people. You know, they didn't come in there with a ballyhoo of, you know, look at me and look at that. You know, they just came in, sat down like normal people, and and just you know just took in the moment because I think they were really. They wanted Jeff home too. That there's no there's no question about that. But like I said, now the work really begins, and he's going to have to work hard between now and the time. And I have every bit of confidence that he will. You know, he said, "I don't have any hobbies. I like football." And what yeah, he did, yeah, he did say that. Watches, he watches tapes of NFL games to come up with different stuff. Now I thought that was really. I mean, wouldn't you get tired of football eventually? Not Jeff Brown. I thought it was uh, classy to bring Dennis Lampley and his wife in to uh, sit with the family, uh, his high school coach at Trinity, and uh, as he said, maybe uh, along with Coach Nellenberger, his two mentors in the game of football. You know, absolutely, absolutely. I know when he came in and he coached uh, and he hugged Coach Lampley, it was just a, it's a, my I got a lump in my throat. I, I really did. You know, I, I've known Dennis for a long time. And uh, Brad was there. From, he came all the way from Nashville yeah. for this thing. Uh, you know, and, and I thought it was just really a, a – it was a moment that you uh, you don't see very often anymore. And, uh, you know, Dennis – That's a good man. I, I know you – He's a good man. Dennis is uh, a good man, and I know that's a rivalry between St. X and, yeah. and Trinity. They they made the Trinity-St. X rivalry. Him and him and Mike and, and, and all the, and the people passed. I mean, that was a – I mean, when you got thirty-five thousand people for a high school game at the fairgrounds back in the day, yeah, that yes, sir, a- a- absolutely. Now, but you know, Dennis was a it was a great coach, and what made him greater is he got a great coach to follow him. Oof. And their program was, you know, they're they're not quite as good as they used to be, but still a good. Uh, Still a good program. Before I let you go, before I let you go, a guy that I saw yesterday that I was happy to see, not surprised to see, but I was happy to see in the building was Vince Tyree. Yes, yes. I talked to Vince for just a little bit. He said he's doing well. He has an office in Louisville now. Uh, And I like Vince. I thought Vince, you know, he got in a situation. that No win. You know, no win. And he he got squeezed and – you know, he probably said to himself, "I'm not going to take this stuff." Absolutely. I thought I came here to help them, and what? What's? But he's still a Cardinal fan, person. man. It was good to see him. Absolutely, absolutely. And he went to UK. You know, so what does yeah. you know? And he pitched the UK. What, what's that tell you? So, real quick, uh, what's uh, what's the say next schedule like? Um, they're going to Florida over the holidays. I've only got one more game uh, before uh, the Trinity game on January sixth, so. 
Um, got a game tomorrow. I'll I'll swing by, but uh, you know it's basketball, it's Ed. It's a long season, and there's only a few yeah. games that really really matter along the way. And unlike football, where they all seem to matter, basketball, uh, it's just fun right. to go. You know, but until you get uh, to the district games and the district tournament, it doesn't really mean a whole lot. Did you see where there's going to be a tournament Sunday at Freedom Hall? The first game is the sales plays a team from out of town. And one of the games has uh, – it's it's North Laurel, which has uh, uh, Reed Shepard. Reed Shepard, in. So yep. There's, there's, there's four games, I think. And, like, the first one's at 1230 and the last one's, I think, at 8 or 9 at night. That'll be – that. there'll be some good players and some good teams. And then, of course, uh, and this is the first time I can ever remember the sales – Ever being in the King of the Bluegrass yeah. tournament, I might. King might Bluegrass is always fun. Always fun. Yeah. Thank you, buddy. I'll uh, I'll hey, see you soon. What Scooter got tonight? Scooter doesn't Scooter have anything. Tonight. Scooter's going to be at Top okay. Golf playing, uh, having fun. Tonight. No, I've got Silver Creek and North Harrison. And by the way, Ed Reed Shepherd's team is playing Justin Edwards' team in that tournament. Yeah. So a lot of fun there. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Big game. Right. I, I just Good said. I just said high school doesn't matter. That's a yeah. big game. <laughs> it is a big game. You're right. Thank you, buddy. You're right. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, Scooter, update. Uh, we are now in penalties. Croatia's oh. leading 3-1. to one. In penalty kicks? In penalty kicks. Oh, Brazil's done then, but, right? No, Brazil's one behind, so they're getting ready to come up with their third. Yeah, it was. It but did, advantage Croatia right it now. It did go one nothing, and then Croatia scored about 12 minutes later. So. Ed, Ed brought up a point before I take a break, and I know I'm way late on that. Ed brought up a point about... Uh, fill in the stadium. Tom Jurich did a lot of great things at Louisville. They never should have built that flight deck, that <laughs> second level. Uh, nobody wants to sit up there. Just give me the lower level, the bowl. Go ahead and add those end zone Adidas seats. I'm fine with that. But that flight deck is pointless. Let's get rid of it. I know you never take off parts of a stadium. I think it's it would be a good move to take parts of the stadium off. All right, let's take a break. Unsponsored six-pack on the other side. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cardi. Anyway, on the Big X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cardi. I'm about to kill my... Producer, <laughs> welcome back. Final segment of the week, which this this might be a good thing. I'm glad it's the final segment of the week. Uh, Indiana and Arizona. All right. Now, I've said yesterday, 1030 tomorrow night on Fox, which seemed crazy, to be mm-hmm. honest. Yeah, very crazy. 1030 on FS1, maybe I, sign, I, I get that, or ESPN2, not on Fox. Uh, I look at the CBS Sports website, which is what I – that's my first go-to. Maybe it shouldn't be anymore because if you go to it, go to CBS Sports, it still says 1030. I just clicked on ESPN, 730 Eastern Time, Indiana, Arizona. The Las Vegas Clash is what it's being called, uh, 730 tomorrow night on Fox. So you do not need a nap tomorrow, Scooter. So much better than 1030. I am sorry that – I don't know why I'm sorry, but I'm going to do this. For ruining my I'm Thursday. I'm going to say this. I am sorry that the site I went to 
had misinformation. I didn't put it on there. I just read it and reported it, which is, you know, maybe I should do more research. I, I just I'll ask, give you that. I just ask that you vet your sources next time. The uh, Thornton's text line is still open, 502-414-1450. If you'd like to text the show, 414-1450. Texter wants to know, do you think Reuben Owens would have stayed if Satterfield would have stayed? No, I don't. Because that happened too quickly, that he was already in Texas A&M's back seat literally 24 hours after Satterfield left. He was decommitted and already recommitted to Texas A&M and Jimbo Fisher. So, no, I don't believe he was going to stay either way. Uh, Texture wants to know how – this is interesting. I wasn't going to talk about this, but I will now. And I, before I give you the Texter's information, on Twitter, Justin Rowland – you know Justin? Justin? I do. Writes uh, for CatsIllustrated.com about Kentucky basketball, football, recruiting. He's a, a rivals guy. Uh, and he's, you know, usually fairly accurate. Here's what he tweeted out about a half hour ago. I expect Louisville to make a serious run at UK recruiting coordinator, tight ends coach Vince Merrow. Brom and Merrow do have some history. All right. Now, I thought, okay, this is a guy on Twitter trying to stir up some stuff for his own his own brand. Texture says, how much of Merrill's new salary bump is Roland getting for putting out the Merrill to Louisville talk? Diapers are pretty expensive these days. He has young children. So I guess we can't blame him. Um, I'm not going to say anything in the sports world shocks me anymore. I, 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 I'm, not, I'm hard to shock. Uh, it would surprise me if Vince Merrow would leave Kentucky to go to Louisville. That would surprise me. Uh, regardless of the history he has with Jeff Brom, he's got a much deeper history with Mark Stoops in the state of Ohio, recruiting up there for the University of Kentucky, and uh, Mark Stoops, who's also a Midwestern guy. So it would surprise me. Nothing would shock me. Nothing would shock me. And maybe this is a money grab for Vince Merrill. Put it out there. Kentucky, how much are you going to pay to keep me? I don't know that. Uh, that is speculation. I think uh, in this day and age, there are a lot of coaches out there, a lot of coaches, hot coaches on the market that put their own names out there for certain jobs, knowing full well they're not going to take them so that they can get a raise in salary. So that's how I will say that. By the way, Croatia beats Brazil in penalty kicks 4-2. to two. If you saw the last one, and I did at the break, Brazil's last kick, last penalty kick, the goalie dove the wrong way, and the kick hit the post and came out. Mm, tough way for Neymar to go down. See, I know a little soccer scooter. <laughs> I would never have had that in, except you said well, all right, Neymar. <laughs> Poor guy. So you're pretty happy there, right? I am. Pretty good yeah. result. I want is out now. I want to see all the mayhem and the rest of the World Cup. Uh, what would cause mayhem between Netherlands and Argentina? I guess Netherlands winning, right? Uh, yeah, probably. Argentina's so. either, a either slight way. favorite. Yeah, either way, that's going to be a really good game. Uh, okay, that's coming up two o'clock. Uh, you don't want to miss it. I guess it's on Fox or FS1, <laughs> one of those channels. 
I don't want to say, wait a minute. I think it's 2 o'clock. I don't want to get the time wrong again. <laughs> Scooter is ready to throw something at me. High school basketball tonight right here on the Big X. You can join Matt Dennison for Floyd Central and New Albany. Live from the Dog Pound. That is a rivalry game, 7.30 tip. Matt will be on the air about 7.15. Floyd Central, if you can't make it out to New Albany, Floyd Central at New Albany right here on the Big X tonight. Liam Cohen coming back as offensive coordinator. First reported by Chris Mortensen of ESPN, who put out a tweet saying, Hey, Liam Cohen uh, helped Baker Mayfield uh, a lot in the last two days to get ready for that Raiders game last night. But don't worry, UK Nation, he's coming back to be your offensive coordinator. Uh, Isaiah Cummings, tight end at Kentucky, former male Bulldog, tweeted out, my guy's coming back, Liam Cohen. Uh, There was speculation that the Louisville kid, uh, Isaiah Cummings, who – was banged up this year, didn't get a lot of run at tight end, might uh, get in the portal and come back to Jeff Brom, come back to his hometown, but it looks as though he's very happy that Liam Cohen is going to be the offense coordinator next season. Offense coordinator coordinator <laughs> next season. Wow. Easier said than done. Easier done than said, apparently, <laughs> for the Wildcats, and uh, that's a great pickup for Mark Stoops. The talk yesterday was if the Rams lose – and are mathematically eliminated at the playoffs at 3-10, and 10, that Kentucky would get Liam Cohen back. And Well, then the Rams messed everything up by scoring two touchdowns in the final 319 last night to beat the Raiders 17-16. to 16. And Big Blue Nation was like, oh, of course, we can't have anything nice. But apparently not going to matter, Liam Cohen coming back. Okay, I got to get to the uh, six-pack quickly. Scooter's telling me I got two minutes left. I'll make it quick. Under in the Army-Navy game. The number right now is 32 and a half. Uh, They scored 30 last year. It was 17-13. It's going to be the quickest game in history because all they do is run the football. Give me the under. Buffalo, minus 10 at home against the Jets. I said early in the year I'm going to take Buffalo and Kansas City every week, no matter what, in the six-pack. I went away from that. It's hurt me. I'm going back to it. Buffalo, minus 10 against the Jets. Kansas City in a later game, minus nine and a half at Denver, who can't score more than 17 anyway. I'm taking the Bengals in a revenge game against the Browns in Cincinnati. Give the five and a half. Take the Bengals. They are on a bit of a roll right now. Cleveland's got Deshaun Watson back. He didn't look great last week, and I think the Bengals need this game to kind of keep pace. They still want to win that division, and the defense is better than you think. I'm taking Detroit minus two against Minnesota because the Lions are five and seven. The Vikings are ten and two, yet the Lions are favored. Vegas knows more than I do. Give me Detroit. And finally, Sunday night football. Clippers in Miami. Clippers. Chargers in Miami. <laughs> I see LAC, I think Clippers. Taking the home team and the points. I'm taking the Chargers plus three at home against Miami. See, we all make mistakes, Scooter. No kidding. It's not just me. Holy moly. So there you go. Under the Army, Navy, Buffalo, Cincinnati, Detroit, Kansas City, and the Chargers in the NFL. Have a good weekend, everybody. I'll see you Monday. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Carnage on the Big Egg. Everywhere you are.